Hi, welcome. It is October the 7th, 2020. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Thank you for tuning in, and we've got an exciting show. But first, we're going to take a short one-minute commercial break, and we will be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for uh, staying with me, and thanks for uh, checking out our little one-minute commercial there. I know that nobody likes to listen to commercial breaks, but hey, every now and again, we need to uh, do something we don't like to do. (laughs) So thank you for doing that for me. It was, uh, uh, it's, it's nice for you. And thank you to our financial subscribers for, uh, through our anchor, uh, podcast and thank you uh for our patreon customers or customers at patreon uh subscribers thank you so much um and thank everybody who has been out buying my books thank you so much i appreciate all of that very much it does not go unnoticed and it does not go without me feeling a sense of real gratitude that uh you would actually do that. So thank you very, very much. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, you guys have heard me talk about this about a bajillion times and is, is knowledge and, and how you just need, you need to become absolutely obsessed with it. And there's a, a I want to read a passage that we've been reading a few passages out of Proverbs for the last couple of shows. And I want to read one more. And we are in Proverbs 10, verse 14. It says, The wise accumulate knowledge, a true treasure. Know it alls talks too much, a sheer waste. Know it alls talk too much, it's a sheer waste. You know? You ever met that person that's just a know-it-all, knows everything about everything? When you have a real thirst for knowledge, there's a difference between being a know-it-all and having real knowledge that you can apply to life. You know, if someone wants you to share that knowledge, then by all means, share that knowledge in a teaching way. But for somebody that tells you, oh, I know, I know all about that. You know, I have people that tell me that stuff in my business all the time. Oh, I know all about that. Really? Then I'll ask a question that I know that they probably can't answer just to thwart out the stupidity of that statement because, and it's not to make somebody look bad or to make someone, you know, go, it's to say, wait a minute, if you didn't know that, then you don't know everything that there is to know about this particular subject. So let's maybe look at this from a different perspective Instead of a perspective of, oh, I know that, you know, don't be so, don't be so cavalier that you can't say, I don't know much about that, but I want to learn. How can you know? Teach me a little bit about it. You know, be thirst for knowledge. That's what I'm talking about here. Thirsting for knowledge, actually going out and turning on the turning up the tap on the knowledge well and drinking all you can. Okay. So the uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at something here. Uh, ah, and I think in this day and age right now with what we're going through, I, I was looking at some social media uh, earlier today, and I'm only on really one platform left that and and honestly, if I, the way that they censor, if I if I if I could theoretically get off it, I I, I might, you know. But I want to feel somewhat connected to the world. I want to feel somewhat connected to my uh, fans, and I want to feel somewhat connected uh, to people that I enjoy l- listening to their uh, little social media blurbs, you know. But here's what I'm overly sick and tired of. You know, everyone's going crazy about the politics stuff. And here's here's my thing. If you think back objectively, okay, think back over the course of your life, 
What are the one thing, and I don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, they're all guilty of this. I'm not choosing sides in this statement. I'm saying they all need to pick some, they all need to do some, they, I think I could probably make a lot of money in, 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 as a PR person being able to change the, these statements into something else. We're going to bring back America greater and stronger than it ever has been. We're going to lower your taxes. We're going to make your life better. We're going to give you all this free stuff. We're opening up a dawn of a new day. If I hear someone say that one more time, I'm going to vomit. The dawn of a new day. So if I'm... 58 years old, which I am, and I have listened to that same build come out of, and again, Republicans and Democrats. And there's a reason that I'm, I'm saying all of this, is that we can't get so caught up in all the rhetoric and hate That it just, because that's why I got off so many pieces of social media. I'm, I'm sick and tired. I, you know, on Facebook, I, I remember what used to be funny, but uh, between me and someone from years ago would say, you know, if her sister put another picture of the food that she cooked for her children, and then the process, the pictures were a process of that. Uh, well, here's the food in the grocery bag. Here's the food in the pan. Here's the food being pulled out of the refrigerator. Here's the food in the pan cooked. Here's the food being served to the plate. Here's my children sitting at the table eating the food. And it was, you kind of got to a point where you were like, oh my God, if I see another food plate, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw the computer. And, but you get where you long for that day. I miss the days of seeing everybody post their food plates or post their coffee or post something instead of posting the bile that comes out because of politics, which has separated so many people. You know what we forget is we're Americans, first and foremost. We're on the same side. You got people out there hurting other Americans. That's like a sports team in my mind. You know, quarterback goes back and his front line turns around and tackles him. Wait a minute, we're on the same team. What the hell are you doing? Basketball player goes up to dunk and his own player slams him out of the hole. You're on the same team. Proverbs 10 and hang on, let me get my glasses back on. Proverbs 10 and 12. Hatred starts fights, but love pulls a quilt over the bickering. So what do you want to put out? That gets me to my point of what do you want to put out in this world? Do you want to put out hate? Because that's all I hear. That's all we see. She did this. He did that. They did this spying. They did this. They did that. Washington is a cesspool of bullshit. You know what would be really nice? is if you and I had the ability to go to Washington and say, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, and start all over, start with fresh new. But we can't do that. We can't do that. No matter which side of the fence you're on on this deal, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, progressive, conservative, liberal, whatever. Ask yourself, is the person that I'm supporting 
spilling out the same shit that they've been spilling out for years. This is the dawn of a new day. We're going to make America great again. Of course, I get killed saying that. This is the beginning of a new age. This could be a new America. Are the candidates that you're you're supporting, are they saying that shit? Because they've been saying it for as long as there's been political candidates. Their, you know, whitewash never changes. It's always the same. We can make America great again. Together we're going to do it. Do you have a voice in Washington? Because I sure as hell don't. The only thing I can do is vote. As far as whether my taxes are going to go up or down, I have zero control over. So my point to all this is, is and has been in the last bunch of of stuff that we've done and a bunch of things that we've written, is what can I do to change the world just around me? Because I see so many people losing their damn mind. You guys have seen the memes going around social media with those young women who are screaming and going batshit crazy. And I'm sitting there going, you know what's sad? That might cost you a job down the road. You might meet one night a super wonderful person that you could spend the rest of your life with. And they look, they, they haven't seen your rant and rave. And then they go to it and go, holy shit, this chick's a nutcase. And they judge you on that one thing. And it will happen. Or an employer looks at it and goes, uh, I don't want her talking to my customers. Or all these people that are hurting people, burning things down. All of that, all this kind of thing comes back to roost. You may need to get a job. You may need to, you know, have your new girlfriend call you one day and go, Hey, a friend of mine just sent me a video that you're in it. You knocked the shit out of an old woman, an old man, a young man, a young woman. You pulled someone out of a car and hurt them. You you know, I don't want to know you from nothing. And again, I go back to, we're on the same bloody team, you guys. Why aren't we hurting each other? So that gets me to reiterate the points that we've been making is what can you do to make the world around you a better place? Because you damn sure can't make it any better in Washington, D.C., other than exercising your vote. You can scream and yell and you can get on TV and you can do whatever. But at the end of the day, the people that you voted into, (laughs) we're going to talk about something that George Carlin said, and I'll get to that in a second. But the people that you voted who are voting on your behalf are setting those standards for you to live by now. They're setting the taxes that you now have to pay. They're funding or not funding the help that your family needs. Or you find out, if you did need help, that you make too much money to get help. I mean, there's all kinds of shit that you've got to put up with, but here's the skinny. Are you going to lose your mind over it? Or are you going to say, wait a second, what can I do around me? What, what, what can I do to change the world around me? That's a much easier part of the elephant to swallow is changing what you can do right around you so that you're not losing your mind, doing stupid stuff. But yet remember that we're all on the same side. I can have an opposing view with you. For example, let me give you a very good view. I have and have had and continue to have 
friends who are gay. I absolutely do not subscribe to that lifestyle for myself. I don't stand in judgment because I believe someday we all stand in judgment. Not because we're gay, although I think if you read the Bible that you will have to answer up, but that's between you and your God. I don't sit here and pretend to be God. So if I have to live with you in this world, then we might as well get along. I don't have to say that that I support gay rights, and I and but I do support the fact that you can have a life without uh, bigotry. I agree. I agree for that. Absolutely. I agree for that. The way that you love someone, who am I to stand in judgment of that? But I don't have to agree with it. But I don't stand in judgment of it because it's not my job to judge you, nor is it your job to judge me. Therefore, let's have a smile. Let's give each other a hug. And, you know, it's okay. I remember a very wonderful person whom I really love and adore. And she was a, one of, one of my vendors. And this is some years ago. And so she would take me to places like Hooters or um, to Twin Peaks or uh, there was another place uh, in Dallas that we used to go to. And I told her one day, because I was kind of embarrassed. I told her, I said, I said, you don't have to. I said, I'm not one of these guys that you need to take to some place where there's scantily clad girls. You know, I said, I'm cool. I love the food. And we had fun. And it was not a problem. And if you work in one of those places, God bless you, because, you know, I certainly can't wear short shorts. You know? <laughs> I need to lose a few pounds. But you didn't look at it from a, and I didn't want her to think that I was, that, that that was something that she needed to do because I was a guy. You know, I didn't want her to feel like it was some sexist thing that, 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 and, and because it wasn't. So I told her one day, we were sitting there and I said, I said, I, I'm happy to eat here. The food is wonderful. The, the service is great. The girls are fun. We have a good time. We laugh and joke. And she looked at me oddly and she goes, you don't really don't know. And I said, no. Well, I said, no, what? And she goes, I come here for me, not you. <laughs> it took me a second. I was, I was kind of like, I, I felt like a dork. I go, what? And she goes, yes, I'm gay. And I go, I didn't know that. And I'm like, okay, well, cool, whatever. Because she was a loving person. Again, I don't subscribe to the lifestyle, but I do subscribe to the person. I don't judge someone. My closest friend in the world is a, is a black guy. I don't look at Dennis any other way than he's my friend. So I can take care of the world around me. I can be nice and tolerant of the world around me. Because I don't need to be tolerant of people that I love and care for. Because I just love and care for you. You know, at some point in time, here's the thing. You know, and Jesus put it correctly. Here's my stone. Someone take it and cast the first stone. Those with he without sin cast the first stone. We all have things we're going to answer up for, and it is damn sure not my place to presume that I could take God's place in judgment of anyone, because I'm going to have plenty to stand in judgment myself.
So what the hell? We're all on the same side. I don't get all this stuff that's going on right now. You know, it's 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 just it's hard. It, it's really hard to sit there and think that people are hurting other people because they believe a certain way. I have worked for and been friends with and consider to this day for these people to be my friend, people from Iran. Iranians, whom I think the world of. And if called, I would come to their aid. Absolutely. There are people, there is a, there is a young woman on my social media. Is Islamic. We don't share the same ideology as far as religion is concerned, but what we do share is she has the same belief I do. Why don't we love each other? Why don't we be tolerant of your ideas, my ideas, you know? And when I mean tolerant, I, you know, you don't have to come out. And, you know, if you have a homosexual relationship, I don't have to, to participate in what goes on in your bedroom. It's between you and your, the person you're with. But if you start flaunting that shit out on the street, and I'm not talking about a, a, a warm embrace. I'm not talking about a, oh, hi, honey, how are you? A, a kiss on the, I, I'm talking about being disgusted. Whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, there's a place and a time. Come on. So I take care of the world around me. Annika, I love sharing, you know, uh, messages with her. I love sharing. She shares... I share Bible verses with her and she, she shares verses from the Quran with me. And it's nice. It's fun. It's cool. I love it. And, and I've always said this. And it's been proven in history. You take a bunch of average Joes, a bunch of just normal everyday guys, guys and gals. If you put us all in the same place, I bet you we, we would find a way to enjoy each other's company. I don't think we all want to, you don't want to sit there and go fight. I think that's brought from a whole other place that's not very nice. That brings us to wars and things like that. 1911, you guys have heard me share the story. In 1911, it was in the trenches in France, there were German soldiers and English soldiers. And on Chris, or right around Christmas Eve, the German soldiers started singing Christmas carols, German Christmas carols. In kind, the English soldiers did the same. Eventually, to make a very long story shorter, is they were out exchanging gifts, exchanging pleasantries, playing soccer, and enjoying each other as fellow human beings and not mortal enemies. Because at the end of the day, that's who we really are. We don't have to be enemies. We don't have to hurt each other. So what can you do to stay in your lane a little bit? And fix the world around you. Instead of going out here and hurting people. Jeez, I'm Pete. You know? Proverbs 10, verse 20. The speech of a good person is worth waiting for. The blabber of the wicked is worthless. The talk of a good person is rich, fair for many. 
but chatterboxes die of an empty heart. And this is the message translation, by the way. And these are things from the Bible. This is that, and my point to a lot of this is this goes all the way back to the Bible. These are being nice to your fellow man, doing these things that that we should be doing with each other. Dates as far back as we can go. Greed and other horrid things take over and skew that. You know? Proverbs 10, verse 23, an empty head thinks mischief is fun, but a mindful person relishes wisdom. What have we been talking about the last three episodes? Gaining knowledge, gaining wisdom, and realizing that as we're doing it, as beginners and novices, we're going to stink at it. We're not going to ride the bike the very first time we get on it. We're actually probably going to fall and bust our ass. You're not going to get up on roller skates for the very, very first time and skate around the the rink. You're not going to get on ice skates and skate around the rink, you know, and look like Nancy Kerrigan. You're going to fall and bust your ass. You're not going to get on a pair of skis and ski down the hill like Lindsey Vaughn or Michaela Sheffield. Or Franz Klammer, Jean-Claude Keeley, Billy Kidd. No, you're going to stink at it for a while. Until you master it. Give yourself time. You know, and here's here's something that's a little sobering. Proverbs 10, verse 24. The nightmares of the wicked come true. What the good people desire, they get. How many of you have heard law of attraction and things like that? Okay. Again, things I don't necessarily subscribe to. Okay. Because it's, I, I try to live my life through the Bible. Kind of the same thing, just two ways to get there. My way of getting there, for me... Includes taking God along the journey. You know? And for others, it's a version of their higher power. For example, Alcoholics Anonymous. You know? One of the things that you learn in Alcoholics Anonymous is to understand a higher power. To understand a higher power of your knowledge of your of what you think God is it is no one's trying to stuff some ideology down your throat they're just saying you need to have a spiritual awareness and I'm telling you the same thing you need to have a spiritual awareness that's why I thirst after this the way that I do because when you have a spiritual awareness in whatever form that takes for you I happen to be Christian I happen to believe in God and I happen to believe in the Bible That works for me, and I hope it works for you. But again, I live on this earth, so if that's not your, the way you want to do things, does that preclude us from being friends? Does that preclude you from listening to my podcast? No. Because all I really want is for you to be happy, for me to be happy, and for us to share that journey and experience. How we do that, how we get there, is up to us. You may not agree with the things that I say, which is fine. But blasting me for something I might have said or did say or could say, you know, and, and just burning up a bridge behind us doesn't really solve a problem. Doesn't really solve a problem. If I have a problem with you, then I need to sit down and, and 
Say, you know, this bothers me. Help me understand. I don't want to not be your friend. I don't want to not understand. I don't want to not include you in aspects of my life in whatever form that takes. So help me understand. And sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? On this one, we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Man, when I started doing that, when I started doing that in in my business, when I started doing that in my books, and when I started doing that with, with critics, and when I started doing that with people I know, and was able to say, hey, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this one. And that was okay. That was absolutely okay. So don't for one minute think that you can't get along with someone that you disagree with. Because you can. Because you can. The uh, It's uh, amazing to me where we are as a society today. And it's, it's sad because it just, it has brought out so much hate and so much, I mean, I've never seen people who just hate with such venom that, you know, because just as many people as you can line up about a person, I can line up probably just as many who would have a counterpoint of view. A counterpoint of view. You know, you see some of these progressive political folks. I hear what you're saying. But for the longest time, I don't know how in the good Lord's name you're going to pay for any of the things that you want to do. Everybody keeps saying, well, we're going to tax this and tax that, tax this. Well, my experience in life is that when Shit starts getting taxed. Guess who it is? It's the middle guy. It's the middle middleman. It's the it's the folks that to me matter as much as anybody in this world. I don't want to pay higher taxes, and I don't condemn those who you know. I'm sitting there saying with like all these taxes and things, and they're saying all these corporations don't pay their fair share. They didn't make the tax code. They're living within it. So if they can take advantage of loopholes and if they can take advantage of things that, that I'm sorry that people who are bitching in Washington, who those folks made those damn laws, they set the IRS code. And then they're bitching because people take advantage of it? Well, no, by all means. Who in the hell wants to pay more taxes? I am all about, I saw in a movie, a young lady, it was, it was, it it was hysterical the way she said it because she was about to get a tax audit and she said, and I thought this was so poignant. I am all about and happy to pay my fair share for good schools, for good roads, for infrastructure. For helping others get on their feet, but not making others a career of taking help for the rest of their lives. What I am opposed to is what she was saying, corporate bailouts and, you know, uh, uh, you know, guys who, who get all this money and then take their golden parachutes and, you know, and all this. I'm sorry, if you failed at your job, in, in the world that I live in, you get your ass fired. You don't get a freaking bonus for that. I have never worked for somebody that goes, you know, Bob, we had the shittiest month in this company's career while you were at the helm. I, I want to give you a 20 grand bonus. No, you'd be shown the door. You'd be shown the door. So, you know, there's a lot that we can bitch and complain and moan about. Yes, there is a lot of unfair shit in this world. 
But what can we do to stay right around our little, our little world? I can't go to Washington and change the tax code. I can't call the Walton family and say, you know, could y'all throw a little bit more money out there in taxes? I can't call Oprah and say, you know, you're a billionaire, Oprah, but could you pay more in taxes? I can't call Warren Buffett and say, Warren, you know, I love you, honey, but could you pay, you know, another billion in taxes? So I have to live with whatever Washington serves up on a platter that normally is pretty hard to eat from, Republican or Democrat. Because I'm not choosing sides on my show. Because over the course of history in my lifetime, they all say the same damn thing. Oh, it's the dawn of a new day. We're going to change everything. Well, no, here's what I would like to say for me. I'm going to... Sorry, we had a little technical glitch there. It happens every now and again. But the whole point of this entire show is that you can find happiness. You can find a way to live on this earth together and you can get along with folks that maybe you just don't get along with. You don't have to subscribe to their lifestyle. You don't have to subscribe to the religion they practice, their sexual orientation, their gender. What the hell difference does it make at the end of the day? You know, there there are times when, like I said, we are all going to have to answer up to our higher power, to our God. In whatever form that takes, we should not stand in judgment of others. I'm not saying you got to have people over that you completely disagree with, have them over for dinner, but you can't put out a hand in friendship and you can't say, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. You know, hope you're having a good day. You don't have to be, you know, just because you're friends with someone who's gay does not make you gay. I have known a lot of very nice and people whom I fondly will call friend who happen to be homosexual. I have people from different faiths, different religions. And that's their thing. That's their deal. So what? what's the big deal? <laughs> when you get down to it, what the hell's a big deal? We're making it a big deal because people are fanning the flame of intolerance. I want to fan the fan, the, say that fat five, five times fast. I want to fan the flames of love, respect, honor, tolerance. You don't have to like the person sitting in a particular chair, but you do have to have respect for that office. May not be going the way you want it to go this time, but in four years, two years, six years, you're going to get another opportunity to get your person in there. And when you do, are you going to gloat about it? Are you going to come out and say, oh, see, our friend whipped your guy's ass, blah, 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 blah. Am I going to sit there and go, well, I hate your guy. Be like all these millionaire movie stars. I'm moving out of the country. Well, none of them did. Because that's ridiculous. Are you going to be a person of change? Are you going to change the world around you? 
Are you using green energy in your home? Are you driving a hybrid? Are you riding a natural gas-powered bus to and from work? Are you practicing what you preach? Until you do, then I would say maybe you might want to be tolerant, you know? See all these Washingtonites that are flying on, you know, corporate jets and are bitching about guys who are flying on corporate jets. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You got guys in Washington driving cars that are in excess of their annual income. Hmm. Make less than two hundred grand a year, but you're riding around in a $300,000 car. How the hell does that work? Because it doesn't work in my world. And I, and I, for 30 years, have been a finance manager in the automotive world. So I know one or two things about that. And you don't buy that car with that income. don't happen. So, again, do you go freaking crazy? It's shit that I don't have control over. I can't change it. I can't change it. But what I can do is change the world around me in the sense that I can bring a better, more loving and wonderful me to that particular part of the world. I reach out through my podcast, and I hope that, that, that I have an incredibly diverse, I get a little bit of, of analytics back, you know, and thank you, ladies, because I predominantly have more women listeners than I do men. Thank you, ladies, and if you guys would like to hear something, and here's, and here's I wrote a book for single moms. Because I was raised by a single mother. So I think I know a couple of things about that. From my perspective, I know the struggles that she went through. I know the nights where she cried. I heard her. And so, thank you. You know, thank you very much. And I and, and honestly, I, I uh, in my demographics, I I appeal to a younger audience. So for those of you that are in your twenties and in your thirties, God bless you for listening to the show. I hope that some of the mistakes that I've made in my twenties and thirties that I share, that you're not going to make the same mistakes. And some of the wisdom that I've learned. Over the years, like, for example, I just talked about in the show, you know, you've heard the same narrative from from Washington people, politicians, since I was a kid, since I was your age. Oh, it's the dawn of a new day. It's a, it's a new time. Your good Lord. That's why I said at the first show, if, if, if we should become a P, some of you with me, we all should become a, a PR company that comes up with different catchphrases than it, you know, I, I mean, make America great again. Okay, well, we've kind of worked that into the ground because I've heard over the course of time people saying the same thing. We can stand up and make America great again. I know that a lot of you hate the person that says that, and, and, and I could get killed for wearing that hat out on the streets of certain cities in this country, which is stupid because I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, we are all on the same side. We're Americans for God's sake. How is it we could come together at 9-11 and, 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 and embrace first responders and police and tell them how much we loved and cared about them to the point of every one of them without question is a, is a disgusting, horrible human being? No, not every one of them is. Just like I could say, okay, um... You know, white trash. You know, there are people out there that are white trash. 
Does that mean every white person is white trash? No. And it sucks if you loop everybody in that. Everybody's, you know, screaming out white privilege. I'd like to know where my white privilege was when I was sleeping in my car and sleeping on the street in Dallas. Where the hell was my white privilege? Sure would have been nice because it was cold as shit outside. It was scary as hell. It sucked more than I can ever tell you. And it's hard to get looped into those things. Because I'm not that person. I have worked for very successful and wonderful people who didn't happen to share the same skin color as me or share the same gender as me or share the same sexual orientation as me. I have worked for people who were gay that were my boss. I have worked for African-American men and women. I have worked for Asian men and women. I have worked for Hispanic men and women. And I can tell you, I, I never had a problem. Never felt like I got, they were above me for God's sake. How is, how is their white privilege for me? I'm supposed to be above them with my privilege. No, uh-huh. didn't open any more doors for me than it did then. Because we worked within the same industry. Those doors were open to anybody who wanted to walk through them. And there were plenty of folks that walked through them. So I love the fact that I was that I was able to share my professional career with a lot of really, really wonderful and cool people. Yes, that happened to be different than me. Eight years of my life I spent at a at a dealership working for a Cuban immigrant. And he was one of the most difficult men I have ever. I, I, well, I can say with unequivocally, he was the most difficult boss I ever had. The most difficult boss I ever had. But he taught me more about how to run a dealership than any other person I ever worked for. And he did it so effectively that his little obscure store won several General Motors accolades that were reserved for big mega dealers. This is a man who could tell you down to the paperclip what was going on in his store and where it was and how much he had of it. Phenomenal man. Cuban immigrant. I'm sorry, where was my white privilege? He actually came in and got a store under a minority dealer development program that I didn't qualify for because I'm not a minority. But I don't care about that because to this day, Dell is my friend. He's a wonderful man. has a beautiful family and he came from a horrible situation and did something with his life. God bless that. God bless him and his family. His children were amazing kids. And what amazing life he's had. I mean, and, and when we were working together, he was my boss. I didn't look at him like he was some Cuban dude, some Hispanic dude. All the guys I worked, I was pretty much the only gringo that worked in the, in the store. Everybody else was from Puerto Rico and, and uh, Argentina, uh, other places from South America, Mexico. And you know what? I love most some of those people I'm still friends with today that I love very much and wouldn't have traded that time with them for nothing. 
So are you going to pick up a Proverbs today? Read a few verses and go, wow. I think I'm going to change my life. I think I'm going to start living some of these passages. Because when I started doing that, and I started doing those things, it brought me from a black place. It brought me from a point of feeling comfortable knowing that I was going to end my life and feeling like that was a relief, comfort. You guys have heard me tell that story. And what happened to get me from that. But I can't stop just because I had a that miracle happen. I have to move on. And I have to be willing to say, you know, I was in a dark hole, a black place. But that doesn't mean that I'm relegated to that for the rest of my life. The shit that we go through in our life is not a bloody life sentence unless you put yourself in that prison yourself. There are people that will want to keep you there. I have people in my life who wouldn't give me the time of day. Whom I would give anything, anything for that to be different. But it's not, at least not right now. Because I have hope that someday, if I do enough, if I, I, I you know, because what happened 30 years ago was not a damn prison sentence. Yes, there were things that were jacked up yes i told you guys have heard me say this over and over and over again i spent part of my life seeing how screwed up i could get it and i spent part of my life doing shit that i absolutely did not want to do in my life and after losing one more time and saying wait damn it i didn't you know three years ago i didn't want it i didn't want the damn divorce not by a damn sight. But it happened. And now I understand and can live with the fact that I have a new destiny. I have a new path. And I like it. I don't know where it's going. I got a little bit of an idea. But I also have to trust God and say, you know what? Your will be done. I don't know where you want me today, but just point me in the direction. I'm, I'm all about it. Change the world around you. Don't act like and don't jade yourself to hating others because they disagree with you. Or they have some different ideology. You know, it's why we're all here. We were all created in God's image. So sorry about your bad luck, but um, if you're going to have to just live with it. Or you can be miserable and fucked up and you can just do whatever the hell you want to do and you can try to hurt people and do all that kind of stuff. But that's a road to nowhere. Here's the thing. I, I talked about, I, I have an outdoor show and I and I and one of the things I wrote about was when you're hunting with children or, or a younger person, what are the things that you got to remember? And one of the things that you have to instill in your child is when you pull the trigger to a gun, there is no do-over. The bullet's going to go where the muzzle is aimed. And if you're not aiming it in a safe direction, the bullet could kill someone or yourself accidentally. You want to live with that? So I'm sitting here seeing all these guys carrying these weapons and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there going, you realize 
you realize that once you pull that trigger, there is no going back. If you're aiming it into a crowd or if you're aiming it specifically at a person, you will kill that person. And you're prepared to live with that? Wow. I don't think I don't think most of us are. Douglas MacArthur said the soldier above all prays for peace. We have to be peaceful. And when you bring that peace into your life, I'm telling you, everything you want finds you. Everything you want finds you. You don't got to go looking for it. You just got to be out there doing it. You just got to be living life. And guess what? All of a sudden, a person's going to turn around. That could be the next your next wife, your next husband, your next boss, your next business partner, your next friend. You don't know. But if you're ugly and hateful and and, and people don't want to be around you, you can go meet somebody nice that's going to want to help you. That's for damn sure. Oh, you misery loves company. You can have plenty of company. But you won't have shit in your life other than the shit that you bring to it. You can have a big, tall pile of dog shit in your front yard. Or you can have a beautiful front yard. It's up to you. It is absolutely up to you. Well, we've had a pretty long show today. God bless you. Please think about these things. Think about, I can change the world around me. If you don't have any, you know, authority to change anything in somewhere else, then stop, then stop freaking out about it. What you can do is bring a better you, because if that happens and the person next to you brings a better person to them and it, it gets infectious, what happens? It spreads. What happens? It spreads. What happens? It spreads. What happens? It spreads. The next thing you know, it's a pretty nice little life we're living. Because you were infectious. You put out love. You put out harmony. You put out peace. You put out tolerance. And you put out a better you. And at the end of the day, guess what happens? Everything you want and desire in your life finds you. Hmm. Like to ponder, like to think about. Pick up Proverbs. I'm telling you, it's life changing. Life changing. You don't have to be some Bible thumping person. That's what I, I hate those terms. It's like, I'm not a Bible thumper. It's just what I choose to believe in. I don't walk around with a Bible, waving it every day, saying, oh, become a Christian, become a Christian. I hope you do. But if you don't, do this one thing. Find yourself. Find that peace. RobertBruton.com has everything that you could ever want to know about me and how to get anything that I do, how to contact me, how to read my articles, where I post my articles, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. So um, we're going to start videoing some of our – we're going to work on our video uh, channel. Uh, life Research Project, and you guys know that have read me and that we talk about the Life Research Project being that we all live a life. We're all normally researching how we can have a better life, and we're all a project. We are all a work in progress. So we will be talking more about that very soon. Again, thank you so much for listening. I hope with all earnestness, that you get something out of these posts. I hope that you use what you uh, learn, leave what you want, and that we can be 
good friends somewhere down the road. God bless you and bye for now.